Hi, good morning, everyone. I would like to say good morning because I'm making this podcast episode either morning. Um, so thank you very much for joining me in today's episode. In today's episode, we are going to talk about how to create our own adjectives for the IELTS vocabulary bank as well as for your vocabulary bank in general. Now, you heard it correctly. We are going to create our own adjectives. So if you're new here, I would like to introduce a little bit about myself. I am Huyen and I am an IELTS coach. I've been teaching IELTS for almost seven years and I have quite a lot of experience in this teaching field. And I have taken IELTS four times. In three times, I got 8.5 overall with 8.5 in all the skills. This podcast is dedicated to people who are self-studying for the IELTS exam and who are looking for some instructions from an expert. I'm going to have some interviews with some experts very soon. Stay tuned. So before we start our episode today, I would like to thank our sponsor, ultrafluent.club, the website for IELTS writing. It is an amazing website that helps you practice your IELTS writing with a timer. And if you want to have your writing checked by a professional, yes, they do have a lot of experts. And if you want to subscribe to this website, don't forget to use my code HUYEN20, H-U-Y-E-N 20, to get a 20% discount. Now we shall begin. Oh, one more thing. The last thing, I promise. Okay, so I would like to give you a small grammar test question. Where do adjectives stand in a sentence? The answer will be given at the end of this episode. Now we shall begin. We really, really shall begin. Method number one, use the nouns. One of the best ways to create an adjective is to add ed at the end of the noun. For example, you have a heart-shaped leaf, a brown-eyed girl, and a long-haired cat. This is an amazingly easy method. You can apply it to almost every noun with this formula, okay? You will need a specifying word. It can be a noun, it can be an adjective. With a dash, and then you add the noun with the ed at the end of the word. So, for example, you have heart-shaped. So, heart is a noun. Here, the word heart is a specifying word. Shape is a noun. You add the ed at the end. Here you already have the E, so you add the D. So the whole thing is heart-shaped, is an adjective. The same thing for brown-eyed. Brown is an adjective. And you add, it is a specifying word. And then you add ED at the end of the word I, which is a noun. You have brown-eyed. That is an adjective. The second method is to use the verbs. And this is a little bit more complicated, so I'm going to go very slowly here. There are two ways to create adjectives through verbs. Number one, you add ing at the end of the verb, or we call it present participle. For example, verifying information, satisfying memories. There are actually two applications of this method. The first one is when you add ing at the end of the verb that indicates an emotion such as interest, irritate, annoying, or satisfied, to make it an adjective that describes the nature of something or someone. For example, 
She's such an annoying person. She always talks over people. The second usage of ing here is when you add ing at the end of a verb to make it an adjective to specify another word or a situation. For example, your name is verifying information. That cabin crews ask to make sure you are not using someone else's ticket. The second way to create adjective from verb is to add the ed at the end of the verb, and that is past participle. For example, government-funded program satisfied customers. You add ed at the end of a verb that indicates an emotion, such as irritate or annoyed. To describe somebody's feelings, for example, I was annoyed, so I left the room without saying bye to anyone. Another usage is based on the meaning of passive voice, and you really need to know a little bit about passive voice in order to understand this. Okay, for example, you have a government-funded program, so that basically means a program that is funded by the government. And the formula is also very very easy. You have a specifying word, dash, and past participle. For example, government funded. Government is a noun. That is a specifying word with a dash, and then you have fund is a verb. Funded is past participle form of fund. So you have government funded is an adjective. This is an electricity operated car. It means. This car is run by electricity or operated by electricity. Method number three is to use adjectives when you want to describe something that is salty but not very salty. You can say it is salty-ish, right? I s h. When you add the ish at the end of the adjective, you describe something that is not hundred percent of its nature, such as. A whitish wall, a wall that is white but not very white. You know, a little bit white like that. You might be wondering if these created words are correct or not, and the answer is yes, for sure they are correct. But you will not be able to find them in dictionaries because different people will create different words and phrases. This creation is based on grammar and the understanding of vocabulary. It. Happens when you understand grammar and vocabulary very well, so it is kind of advanced. Now let's get back to our question. The answer to our question is that in a sentence, adjectives stand after be, before noun, or after verbs of senses. For example, taste, smell, look. I know it sounds a little bit. Advanced and it's complicated for you now. Maybe you need some help with grammar. I do have advanced grammar courses, so if you want my help, don't hesitate to contact me. And if you are confident about your grammar and you want somebody to check your work, don't forget to use my code H U Y E N twenty H U Y E N twenty to get a twenty percent discount with UltraFluent.club. For now, have fun learning, and I will see you in other episodes. Bye, bye. Not bye, bye. Anyway, bye.